0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Absolute Cycling Podcast. Here we share stories, ideas, and tips on all things cycling. I am your host, Johan Reikert, and I look forward to spending this time with you. Hello, everyone, I'm catching up with Jason, and I'm laughing a bit because this is the third time we try this introduction. <laughs> Jason, is a, Jason just finished the Freedom Challenge. The oak is tired and uh, wants to sleep, and I'm the oak that's keeping him awake to, to try and do a recording so sorry Jason um, so, and now Jason has got a dog, <laughs> a dog with him as well carry um, on, yeah. so uh, it's going to be an interesting experience but this is this is how it goes we, we tried to, uh, to get the message across Jason finished the, the freedom challenge yesterday and he's going to tell us about about his experience which was uh, looking at the photos he sent me of his bike was Flippin' amazingly tough. But I was going to share it with us just now. Um, we were talking about to Jason about the fact that he's got his second Freedom Challenge blanket and uh, the value of these guys that battle all conditions across South Africa that attach, that attach to the blanket. So, Jason, tell us about the value of that blanket to you.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, um, yeah that, that blanket is very valuable. Um, there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, anxiety, every emotion that you can possibly think of um, goes into receiving that blanket. Um, you, know, um, a lot of, you know, a lot of people can't understand that uh, when you look at the schedule that you get and from um, uh, Meritsburg to Allendale, for argument's sake, is 100 odd kilometers and you're going to take 12 hours to do that. Um, no one really understands it. Um, you know, there it's um, there's there's no there's no easy easy day on uh, Freedom Challenge, and anyone that thinks that there's an easy day or an easy section, there's a gremlin waiting behind uh, the the next uh, corner, and um, that that guy comes out and bites you. Um, our, our, we were going through the stains, uh yesterday, and. You know that we had actually waited for everyone to go in front of us so that they could bash this big path for us, and we were cruising through the path. And and that, and I was chatting to a chap that hadn't finished reading Challenge yet, and he said, and he said the, that exact to me. He said, um, "Oh, this is going quite well. I, I said to him, look, 'Look, don't say anything at all that it's going well or it's easy or anything because there's a monster waiting around the corner.'" and True as nuts. We then had to get out our last exit point, And that thing was so horrific. We were crawling on our hands and knees with our backs on our backs to get up the, the the side of the side of the mountain to, to get to our exit point. And when we got to the top, he looked at me and he said to me, You know, Jason, that's exactly what you said. As soon as you think this thing is easy, there's something that comes around and bites you. So anyone that, that has got a blanket hasn't just got this blanket by fluke or by chance. Um, he's really, really had to or she's really, really had to put a massive effort into it. And you dig deep, um, you know, to, to, get, to get that blanket. Um, I'm, I'm talking, if you're not, even if you're not racing, um, I'm talking about getting three, three to a maximum of five hours sleep um, a day. Uh,
0: network, that's without any issues yeah yeah Jason I mean I, 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 yeah. I was, as I said to you last time I think I've entered for the first Freedom Challenge but I kind of, don't know if I've got the fast idea because he's got to do this Is the route
1: every year the same it's it's the same every year but we were chatting to, I was chatting to a chap who's got five blankets he actually got his fifth blanket yesterday he finished with us and I, and I asked him I said to him when you first because he did this back in 2010 and 2011 and that sort of thing. And I said, when you first did this, was was it any easier than what it is now? And he said it it was a lot easier because the tracks were there. You know, the the Jeep tracks were getting used. Um, they said to me that Delia had steps. You could literally walk up uh, Delia. It had cut steps in the stone. Um, Delia now, because of the rain and the wash away, is Dongus. So you, you've, you've really got to find the path that the other guys have created. And, and that, um, you know, so, um, from, from that, that aspect, you know, it, it, it is the same, but it's different. If, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been following you on the, on that, uh, dark Watcher, uh, uh, website and, uh, you can see the newbies, how they get off that little red line. They, 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 there was like early in the, in the, in the, in the, journey, there's a there was a couple of, people, I or four, four or five people that were way off the red line. And you think to yourself, you know, if they, if they could only see what I'm seeing, they will quickly pull themselves towards the red line. Again. Yeah.
1: But, but it's, but it's easy. It, it, even the good guys, um, even the experienced guys, um, uh, tend to make mistakes as well, um, you know, and yeah. so, you know, it's, it's, you, you've really got to do uh, sections of, of this uh, freedom challenge, um, you know, like all, you know, a quarter section like race, the race to, to um, roads, race to uh, Willem, uh, race to Craddock, race to Willemore uh, and race to Paul. Yeah, yeah. Just constantly so that you can just upgrade those routes in, into your brain system.
0: Yeah. So, Jason you you set out to do this um race across South Africa or race across Africa or Freedom challenge between 18 and 20 days and you you manage it in 20 days are you are you happy satisfied with your with, with your journey because I and you can you can maybe share with us the journey because if I look at the photos of your bike um <laughs> its unbelievable to think what you've done to it point I think it will never do this again we I, I
1: actually named uh, Ross a, a different name. I called it parser, and that's push, push across South Africa, not ride across South uh, <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> you you get to learn to push your bike more than you actually ride it. Um, you know, I, I, I was on my way to Rondavel, uh, probably one of the most rutted and um, such uh, uh, rutted road in, in South Africa. And um, you're into a headwind and you and my bike had obviously rattled uh, to hell, and um, my the front bolts on my brake caliper came out, and it and that bolt popped out, but then the caliper swung round and hit my rotor, and there then when it hit the rotor, it ripped off the fork. Um, I got to, uh, it was about one k out to Rondoville. Um, I pulled the whole caliper off because that little bracket at the bot, bottom had actually cracked. On the, yeah. on the fork itself then i um i got to the the farm there and i thought well the, the farmer will be there but he was on a hunting trip i found a vise and the and, and Harvey was there so i called him over asked him to just give me a hand um i, I tried to fast the fork and that little bracket back into position as best as possible and then i luckily i had some metal epoxy and i i proxied it and
0: did you take the epoxy? Yeah, I took with
1: you? the epoxy with me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so then I, um, I then went and had breakfast, and I was hoping that the epoxy would uh, cure. It cured, but um, what actually happened is when I released it out the, um, out the vase, uh, the the angle, you know, the, the angle hadn't bonded, so it it, it then yeah. just broke away from from the epoxy itself, and I hadn't given it time. Um, so then, I, yeah. and I couldn't wait. So I, I just uh, stripped it. We we stripped everything down, and I just actually just uh, put my caliper in a bag, and then uh, cable tied it to my handlebars. Um, I then I then had quite a few massive descents, and if anybody knows um, uh, the Swartberg Pass and uh, that, I mean, obviously that's quite a big climb. But if you go over the back of Swartberg Pass to Hamkarskløf. Um, you know, obviously, you ascend all the way up Swartberg Pass. And then once you've got an ascent, you've got a descent. And that descent down into the hill is is frighten, frightening, even if you've got front brakes. And all I yeah, our, our had was my brake, back brakes. Um, they started to smoke about 50 meters down the descent. And, and the when they start smoking, there's no, no braking. No. You
0: just keep on going faster. That's you can't do now.
1: anything. So I, I had to ride close to the edge, deplete. And then use my foot to actually stop my bike. Um because it was there, was there was no way of stopping it. So I ended up
0: Jason, so I remember you had, you had a lot of epoxy in the front end of your of your of your of your Rasa shoes. Those epoxy spoilers also No, gone,
1: that, right? that there is solid. It's still solid. Um, they, they were
0: <laughs> I'm gonna sure show you guys a photo of of, of of Jason's shoes for Rasa. He, he, he puts epoxy over the, over the toe cap. It looks like a safety boot
1: that he does this next work. I'll tell you what, um, other guys that had lake shoes uh, looked at that and said to me, what did I do there? I said, no, I just got normal general purpose epoxy. Because when you're walking through the rivers and walking through, and there's lots of rocks, you're dragging your feet yeah. and that front sh- section of the shoe actually breaks off. And so I just, I just um, mixed up a bit of epoxy before I left and I put that over the front cap. Just to protect it, so to stop it from from peeling off. And it's still, still there, hundred percent.
0: Yes, yeah. That's, What, what <laughs> I get say about your I, bike? No, my bike. <laughs>
1: I tell you, my shocks, my shocks went at Slopkranz from all the mud and dirt and grit and everything. Um, they've they finished. Um, I ended up riding a, a gravel type mountain bike all the way from uh from slop crons, Then had no brake.
0: So, so, how far is mean, you 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 mentioned these things for us to the to the film parents, how, You know, how far from Slope Cross to the finish? I mean, oh, like five hundred no,
1: kilometres. Close to, it's close to over a thousand kilometres. So, yes. um, I think Slope, slope runs, if I remember correctly, is part part of a race to Kredok. So, uh, it's four hundred, yeah. maybe maybe a, maybe nine hundred, maybe eight hundred k's into the race, and then. <laughs>
0: So, so for Jason I'm gonna try and send some you know, put some photos of this podcast of, of, of your bike because mm. I mean if you say you didn't have suspension when I, mean, I saw the photo of the, of the shocks' extension I realized that yeah that has been it was hectic and and, and you said the weather was horrific eh? the
1: weather, weather was horrific um look the mud the mud and grit uh and that look I mean obviously we didn't we had a bit we had a bit of snow it snowed um, when we were come down bon hook and sleet. Uh, and when we were coming into Slabkrans, Um when we walked into the house at Slobkrans, you could, you breathe condensation inside the house. That's, oh, that's yeah. how cold it was. Um, uh, and that, and, um, you know, so all of those things were very challenging, um, especially with load shedding. Um, you know, you think that riding uh, uh, through through a period of time, you'd get to a, a sleepover and they've got laundry marked down there and you can do laundry. You get in there, it's load shedding, and you can't get your laundry done. So, you you live in these you live in these clothes of yours now for five days that haven't been washed. Um, it's it, <laughs> it's so unhygienic. And look, let me tell you something. If, if I if I don't if I don't have COVID or something now, I'm never going to have it. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: sir. well, you know, five days in the same. Kit after you like, uh, you that. Oh, it's you,
1: you, You're sweaty. I mean, you've got to understand you, you've got a you've got a base layer on, and a and a waterproof on, and you you're doing a an ascent. You you sweating it. You're pushing your body. Yeah, you're yeah. sweating, and then you get to a support station where you think you can just do laundry and and um, catch a few hours sleep while they're doing the laundry. And there's load shedding. There's nothing you can do, in that. So that 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 is a big challenge um, on, on its own, you know. And um, trying trying to just obviously. Keep everything dry. I mean, I don't really mind because you know those merino things don't really carry the smell so badly. So you yeah, so yeah. could just get them dry somehow, you know. Mm. So that 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 was that was that was a big challenge um, there on its own uh, in in a nutshell. Right.
0: So Jason, if I mean, will you do this again?
1: Um, I've taken a bet with my wife that I won't do it again, um, and she told me I will. What, what did you bet? Uh, oh, yeah. no, I think I'm gonna go with your wife. I think. <laughs> and uh, and that was yesterday afternoon. Um, so we'll we'll see in a couple of weeks time when I when I've stopped being sorry for my back and, and
0: <laughs> yeah, no, even the, you know, the bike you can just chuck it <laughs> the, it the, the bike is yeah, stuffed. I mean, funny. the saddle. I mean, the, we we put a new saddle on station before we went. The saddle is gone. Mm. The 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 short suspension is gone. The front brake is gone. The fork is gone. I mean. It's yeah. Maybe we strip the frame down and have it resprayed. Make, you know, make the Easter a bit more pretty again. For, for I, the next I, think I
1: might strip the frame down and go hang it in uh coffee shop or coffee berry there with the rest of the box. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, well, this one survived <laughs> a freedom <laughs> challenge or didn't survive a freedom <laughs> challenge. So, so uh, Jason, the the, I mean, you, you do you you ride the freedom challenge as a as a personal challenge, and then, and you shared with me the the um, the amazingness of of being in nature by yourself and and you know, seeing creation and it's and it's splendour you know share with us a bit about that I mean I know you've you've had a couple of evenings by yourself under the stars and it just must be beautiful no it's
1: it's look at it was amazing um it was a bit scary at times because we're going through the um, uh, Barclay East area and, and that area you get the the spring haze. And when you shine in your lights there, you just see these eyes bouncing up and down. Um, so it's a bit freaky. <laughs> but you get, you get used to it. And then, you know, what, what I've just found so, so amazing is, um, you know, I would get to points where I was tired and I just wanted to have a, a cup of coffee that I put in this supposedly amazing flask that keeps your stuff uh, hot for five hours. And I realized it only keeps it hot for about 20 minutes. Um, I'd I'd sit down and 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 have this coffee or well, this iced coffee, and and have my headlight on, uh, and break off a piece of uh, chocolate that my wife so kindly packed in one of my boxes, and uh, you know, I would just then switch off the lights, and I would just be in this absolutely, it, it's like being in heaven, um. So you know, and you'd sit there and you'd just drink this this coffee, and munch on this chocolate, and and just look at this creation and, and look at look at the, the Milky Way look at the stars see a couple of shooting stars total silence um, and just the crunch of the your jaw crunching away on, on a piece of chocolate and just realizing how priv- privileged one is to actually be on this trail and, and how blessed one is as well and that, you know yeah. we just a really really minute figure in this in this absolute amazing creation.
0: Yeah, listen, yeah. And, and, and I mean, you, you also shared with me who, in your peer, uh, opinion, are some of the heroes on this adventure. So you know, the people that you that you uh, visit, the people that you know, the overhead stops and so there's people you call buffalo herders. It sounds like there's a lot of people that you know. We we as spectators watch you guys going down this this trail, but we don't always understand the effort of the people not riding to keep you guys safe and fed and and emotionally, in a good space. Mm.
1: Look, firstly, i you know a, a big a big thumbs up to the people in the support stations, whether it's an intermediate support station or whether it's an actual support station itself. And um, those guys, for an entire month, live around the clock, um, because you know people come in. What, what are we talking about? A hundred competitors that, that enter into this, uh, and they come in around the clock uh, from morning morning till the next morning. You might arrive at one o'clock and ask for something to eat. There's something to eat. There's something hot to drink. There's a warm bed for you to climb into. Um, you know, barring the load cheating scenario, then you wake, then you wake up in a couple hours' time, and there's there's something for you to eat when you leave. There's some something for you to pack in your in your backpack for for the road for the journey journey to the next intermediate or support station. So without without those people. At those support stations and those intermediate support stations, it, this this event just wouldn't wouldn't be as successful as it is, um, you know. So they they're the heroes, Well, um, to me they are, because you know it's so nice to get in there and and I, you never ever find a grumpy person. I, we at any of the support stations, we never met a grumpy person. And to be honest with you, if if that was my lifestyle and that I I would be grumpy when people come in. At one o'clock in the morning, then half past one, and then three o'clock, and then four o'clock. And and you know, sometimes people leave a mess. They don't intentionally mean to leave a mess, but they leave a mess. I mean, yeah. These guys just tidy up, they put everything away. Um, they they love what they do, and and to them, really it's it's ten out of ten. Um the Buffalo Herders, uh, all voluntary guys that are on on the route. Uh, in case any of the riders get themselves into trouble, and that trouble being mechanical, uh, physical themselves, any issues um, that uh, a, a rider himself has, these volunteer guys that or or ex um, guys that have done Freedom Challenge, that guys that have done certain sections of Freedom Challenge, they've done the circuits and that, and it's all.
0: So they know, yeah, the, terrain, they know right?
1: the terrain, but it's all voluntary. They do it because they want to give back uh to to Freedom Challenge and to, to Rasa, or should I say Parser. And um they they just love it. And um, you know, they they're incredible people, you know. When when I mean we, we got to Kudukaya uh, Cambria, which is in um which is in Bobby off after Mordor. And the Llewellyn, the photographer, I mean he brass for us. He Puts on this bra for us and um, sits with us and chats to us. So it's 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 incredible the, the support structure that they actually have. And then there's one thing I do want to mention as well. And you know, uh, Julia and Chris that actually run the whole uh, uh, RASA circuit. Um, you know, Julia does a fantastic job. Um, you know, she's you 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 can send her a WhatsApp at any time when you go into a support station. We, the, the, there were too many guys in Hofmeyer and she must have spent about two days looking for accommodation for us coming through to Hofmeyer and she found us accommodation. Uh, and that's and, um, Yes. No, amazing. amazing. And then I, I just want to put on with, with, with regards to Chris. Um, yesterday, the race leader, Bruce, um, went into um, Sustains um, all, after not having any sleep and that. And um, he went through at about I don't know three four o'clock yesterday afternoon, and we we were we we stayed at Trout Haven, and we had a bit of a bra, and then insulin came and joined us, and when well, he came into our into our place, and we we, we had a, a little little scalp choppy for him, and we made a cup of coffee for him, and 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 that, and then he went to go to sleep. We then went through to Staines. Uh, we left Trout Haven at three o'clock. We got to the crash site probably I don't know maybe five hours later, close to maybe, no, no, it was, the sun wasn't up, sun wasn't coming up then, maybe around about uh, half or six, somewhere there, and we were 100 meters away from Bruce, and we couldn't, we were making a noise, and we we didn't see him, he didn't hear us, we didn't hear any calling or anything like it. We we finished, and Bruce was still in sustains. Chris himself went and got changed. Um, He went and put a pair of shorts on, put a jacket on, Took a took a tracker with him, and he entered um uh sustains from the exit area from Fitzcroll Farm whatever it is, and he walked all the way uh on his ace looking for Bruce uh last night uh and and that um because he didn't he didn't know which way Bruce would go, and he was concerned that if Bruce found the trail he would then head back out. So he came he was coming back uh, Chris himself was coming back down the trail to go and find Bruce. And, you know, this is just the, the dedication that those people have. Um, yeah, and, and and how sincere sincere the, the the racer is and what he means to the, the organizers of, of Rasa, to to Julia and to Chris. Um, you know, it's you know, I you know, a lot of times they get a lot of flack for the things that that happen. I mean you know, we all we all, you know, have our own uh, businesses. Or uh, if you have your own business, you know, you're always going to get an RA customer or an RA client. Yeah, yeah. Um, but these these guys, um, you know, I, I just looked at Chris and I just thought, you know, Chris, you've got to be one of probably one of the bravest oaks that I know, uh, just to head back into the, to sustains to, to, to actually go and look for another artist. Um, that, or, in the middle of the night, or through the night, um, and that and. And you know the the thing is is it it's a it's an eleven kilometer hike um, through th- the steins, okay, and it it's it it's time consuming. It it's it's an eight it's an eight hour it's an
0: eight hour hike
1: for for the period of time. Yeah.
0: So so Bruce Bruce was leading until the last day. instant instant was on his back wheel. instant is also a friend of ours. He's from from Hilton, and then. Uh, I know instant, one left. I know he wouldn't have taken advantage of Bruce's problems, but by uh, but because of Bruce getting lost and being a bit sleep deprived, instant one, this year's freedom challenge, which is quite amazing,
1: unbelievable. I mean, you know, for a, for a guy to have just done sections of it and then take on uh, Rasa itself uh, first time yeah. round and actually win it, I mean, I I, I don't know of anybody that has actually done that. To be honest with you. Uh, yeah. That that we we tend to call those guys virgins, who experience. They've taken on Rosa and, mm. and won it. I mean, it's
0: it yeah, was amazing. It's amazing,
1: absolutely amazing. And yeah. insulin, such a humble guy, man. What a what a lovely guy, yeah. man, you know. Um, yeah,
0: Jason. So so you going to be kind of resting up in the Cape a bit for a couple of days with your good wife. Absolutely looking out over, over, the, over the seals and the uh, kelp and kumiki. Correct. Correct. Um,
1: what is your next challenge? Um, getting back on my back.
0: <laughs> I would <mean, it's laughs> say a bit <better> of <laughs> yeah, a bit of time. Man. <laughs> yeah, Jason, you know, from, from our side, it's just it amazing seeing, seeing you doing this thing. It, it's amazing for me to be part of your journey. It's, it's really a, a big privilege. And uh, we look forward to having you back here. Um, you know your other our other friend who's is riding the, the, the Rockies. Um I think he's finishing off um today or tomorrow and uh hopefully we can have a two of you and Anne who's who's attempted a uh, Cross France event. The three of you together, and we can have a nice chat. I think it'll be, it'll be quite amazing to, to hear all the different stories, but we're going to have to allocate at least an hour and a half for that, yeah, not, no. not 20 minutes, I'm, yes, sure. I'm so
1: I'm, I'm so super proud of um, Kevin and to actually see what he's doing and, and what he's achieving. I mean, that, that guy, yeah, that guy yeah. is amazing. And, 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 that's, I mean, and then, um, Johanna, just um, just a quick uh, big thank you to, to you and um, at absolute motion for... You know the, the the training and and the hard work that you've put into me, and um, also just um, Julie as well, the, the physio that that uh, sorts out uh, programs for me for strength and conditioning. You know, with, without without you guys, um, you know, none of this stuff would be possible. Look, I mean, yeah, I, thanks, I, I understand that it's a thing of yes, um, you know, it's about you, the rider, getting on your bike and doing the training and that type of thing, but. You know the, the amount of effort that that you put into your your riders and into your club is is phenomenal. You know, so um, thank you um, for for, get, for you know for giving me the legs to actually get through all of this. I, I really appreciate. Oh, well, thanks, Jason.
0: No, I appreciate it. Thank you. For your, thank you for for that. It's awesome. It's awesome to hear that. Um, Jason. Yeah. Well, before we go, um, uh, Jason had a his fiftieth birthday on this during this adventure. A very lonely fiftieth birthday. Um. So Jason, happy birthday, my friend! Um, you know, it took you a long. You know, it's funny how with the older we get, the more crazy things we do. So uh, I can't imagine what you want to do when you're sixty. <laughs> but let's see.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: Okay, Jason, see you uh, see you back home soon, yeah, and thank and, you very much and for and your time. And thank you
1: so much for your support and um, guys from all the area that know us. Thank you so much for the support and. Um, We'll, we'll see you on one of the absolute motion rides, man. And take it easier. Cool. Take care. All
0: right. Thank you. Thanks, and bye. bye. Thank you, everyone. That's it for this podcast. Until next time, love the ride.